Welcome to Reading to Kids podcast. I'm your host, Jenna. And I'm your host, Peyton. And we're here to read to you or with you. We know that sometimes moms and dads don't always have the time or the motivation to read to their kids each night, and we know how important it is. So, on those nights that you're not in the mood, we're going to do it for you. Can't wait to read with you. Good job, Peyton. High five. Judy Moody declares independence. Chapter 5. The pursuit. Oh, the purse of happiness. I was like, pursuit? Purse? Purse? Purse. The purse of happiness. Judy was in a narc for 444 miles. She was in a narc all the way through Rhode Island, Connecticut, New York, Pennsylvania. She slept through Maryland. She was even in a narc through the home of the president's Washington, D.C. Judy Moody was in a narc for seven hours and 19 minutes. Give me a liberty narc. Mom, Judy won't play car games with me. Stink wanted to count cows. Stink wants to play the license game. Stink wanted to play Scrabble Junior. Judy, Mom said, play Scrabble with your brother. It's a baby Scrabble, said Judy. I know. Let's play the game and let's play the silent game. Where where you see how long you can go without talking. Hardy har har, said Stink. I win, said Judy. Hey, you two, said Mom. It's her fault said Stink. Judy, you're not still in a bad mood about Tori, are you? asked Mom. You never let me do stuff, said Judy. You should hear all the stuff that Tori gets to do in England. She has tons of sleepovers. She even has her own private phone and her own bathroom, and she gets pounds of allowance. You think I'm still a baby or something? Or something, said Stink. Judy, if you want to be treated more like a grown-up and if you want to raise a raise in your allowance, then you have to show us that you can be more responsible. And it's not always and not always in a, in a get in a mood about everything, said Dad. I've never ever had a sleepover before, said Judy. Maybe when we get home, you can have a sleepover with Jessica Finch, said Mom. I've never had a sleepover ever. Really? Yes, you have. When? You mean at somebody else's house? Yeah. Mm. You've never had a sleepover at somebody else's house? I mean, Mila, but she, but I, but I left because I was scared. <laughs> yeah, you didn't have a sleepover. That's true. Wow. Oh my gosh, you've never had a sleepover before at somebody else's house. Mm-hmm. I, I, my dad's house. My friends came over, but still, they came over. Yeah. Wow. I'm a good parent. Mm-hmm. Seriously. That means I protect you and I make sure that you're perfectly safe every night. Because, like, I know I know it's safe at our house, but it's, like, really scary to trust kids. I mean, people with your kids, because guess what? There's only one of you, and if I make a bad mistake, I would never forgive myself. Ever. So, that is why. Okay, back to the story and on to less gloomy things. Judy, if you want to be treated like more of a grown-up and if you want to raise in your allowance, then you have to show us that you can be more responsible. And not always get in a mood about everything, said Dad. I've never had a sleepover before, said Judy. Maybe when we get home, you can have a sleepover with Jessica Finch, said Mom. When cows read, said Judy. She, Judy Moody, was moving to England. She chewed two pieces of ABC gum as loud as a cow. She blew bubbles. Pop, pop, poppity, pop, pop. She's still in a mood, announced Stink. 
In her mood journal, Judy made up nicknames for Stink the rest of the way home. Stinker, Stinkalator, Stinkarama, the Stinkster, Stinkbug, the Stinkman, Stink McFink, Stinkaroni. When Judy got home, she dragged a tote bag upstairs to her room. Thwomp, thwomp, thwomp. She dragged her backpack and her blanket and her pillow and her sock monkey and all the stuff from the gift shop. She shut the door and climbed into her secret hideaway on her top bunk. She, Judy Moody, was supposed to be writing was supposed to be writing her makeup report. And not waiting until the very last minute. Instead, she declared freedom from homework. Then she, Judy Moody, had an idea. A freedom idea. A Johnny Hancock idea. A declaration of independence idea. She did not stop to call Rocky and tell him about the Boston Tea Party. She and the giant milk bottle that sold the star-spangled bananas. She did not even stop to call Frank and tell him about Mother Goose's grave, and the musical toilet. (sighs) That could wait till tomorrow. But some things could not wait. Judy gazed in awe at the copy of the Declaration of Independence that she's gotten in Boston. It was an old-timey brown paper with burned edges that looked like a tea had been spilled on it. Judy squinted and tried to read the fancy, schmancy handwriting. When the bones of human events, blah, 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 we hold the truth, more blah, 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 aliens, right, life, liberty, and the pursuit, purse of happiness, Judy Moody would hereby this day make the Judy Moody Declaration of Independence with alien rights all over her own purse of happiness and everything. Judy pulled out the paper, pulled out the paper placemat, and that she had saved from the Milk Street Cafe. The back was brown from milk cho- from chocolate milk spills. Perfect. At last, Judy Moody knew what Ben Franklin meant when he said, don't cry over spilt milk. The real Declaration of Independence has written, ha- was written with a quill pen. Luckily, she, Judy Moody, would just so happen to have a genuine and real f- and for real life quill pen from the gift shop. Look out, world, Judy Moody. Mix some water in the black powder that came with the pen dipped into the feather and wrote Judy Moody Declaration of Independence with seven alien rights. I, Judy Moody, hereby declare freedom was from brushing my hair. Freedom from little brothers as in stink. Freedom from my baby bedtime. Stay up later than stink. Freedom from my homework. Freedom to have sleepovers. Freedom to have my own bathroom and washcloth. Freedom to get pounds of allowance. Judy Moody. She signed it in cursive with a fancy squiggle. And just like Mr. Revolution himself, the first signer of the declaration, John Hancock, and she made a made it so big so dad could see without reading his glasses just like they did for king george judy ran downstairs wearing her tricorn hat where's the mouse judy found her curled up in a dirty laundry pile she jingled her cat like a bell hear ye hear ye she called mom and dad and stink came into the family room i will hereby read my 
read my very own Judy Moody Declaration of Independence. Hereby made on this day, 4th of July, I hereby stand up for these alien rights, the stuff like life, liberty, and definitely the purse of happiness. Judy declared her throat. Judy cleared her throat. Did I say hereby? Only ten hundred times, said Stink. Judy... Judy read the list out loud, just like a town crier, not a crybaby. At the end, she took off her tricorn hat and said, Give me liberty or give me death. Very funny, said Dad. Very clever, said Mom. No way you can get to stay up later than me, said Stink. So you agree, Judy asked Mom and Dad. Should I get all of these freedoms and should I get a bunch more allowance? Well, we didn't say that, said Dad. We'll think it over, honey, said Mom. Think it over, said Judy. Thinking it over was worse than maybe. Thinking it over only meant one thing. N-O. Then Dad started taking like a sh- talking like a sugar packet. Freedom doesn't come without a price, you know, he told Judy. Dad's right, Mom said. If you want more freedom, you're going to have to earn it. Show us that you can be more responsible. Judy looked over her list. Can I at least have alien right number one? Or I don't have to brush my hair every day. I'd have more... More time to be responsible. Nice try, said Dad. Ugh, parents. Judy, um, oh, Mom and Dad were just like King George, making up bad laws all the time. You guys always tell me it's good to stand up for my stuff. Speak up for yourself and everything. Judy held up her declaration of, and that's just what I did, but I'm not even one teensy bit more free. That really stinks on ice. Tell you what. Mom looked over this list. You can have your own washcloth. Dad started to laugh, but it turned into a cough. Tori has her own phone and her own bathroom and pounds of allowance. She can buy Bonjour Bunny and stuff and all the things she wants without even asking. And she drinks tea, too. It wakes and wakes herself up with her own alarm clock. She has sleepovers in her flat, and that's not a tire. We're not, we're not talking about Tori, said Mom. We're talking about you. Crumb cake, said Judy. I did not have any new freedoms at all. Not one single alien right from her list. All she had was a lousy washcloth. Roar, Judy said. If you don't, if you don't want the washcloth, I'll take it, said Stink.